Insights on Responsible Business is a podcast about organizations building trust, security, and resilience to thrive in a new era of uncertainty and stakeholder capitalism. Our host is Sir Rob Wainwright. With career-long experience of navigating complex risk and security issues, he talks with business leaders and experts about their challenges and experiences in becoming more responsible businesses towards an outcome that is better for all stakeholders, better for long-term shareholder value, and better for society as a whole. Our guest is our very own Chief Executive Officer, Puneet Renjan. Puneet has been the global CEO of Deloitte since 2015, a period which has seen the firm grow to become the largest of the big four professional services organizations in the world and identified as the most valuable commercial services brand. Today, it operates in 150 countries with more than 300,000 professionals. Rob and Puneet are here to talk about the contribution Deloitte is making in the era of responsible business. Over to you guys. Well, thank you, Rodney, and welcome back, listeners. As you've heard, we've got this very special guest with us today, the CEO of one of the largest, most influential firms in the world, Puneet. It's a very, very warm welcome to you. Let's let's start by reviewing what has been such a tough year for business and society in many respects, of course. And we'll come on in a minute to the challenges faced by your own organization, but but from that vantage point that you hold of leading a firm that serves so many governments and global companies, of your having on a personal level so many discussions with fellow CEOs, what's really stood out for you as you reflect on the broader impact that 2020 has had? First, thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, this past year has been uniquely difficult. Uh, of course, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, but then racial injustice and the resulting civil unrest, and then the financial uncertainty and the record-shattering uh, extreme climate events have all exposed some of uh, the deepest cracks in our foundations. And um, we, as an organization and as a global community, have had to marshal our strength and resilience to try and confront uh, all of these. And from my standpoint, as global CEO of Deloitte, there have been a few takeaways. Uh, the first is the importance of taking the long view and staying focused on our constants. We are a purpose-driven organization. Our people, our clients, and the communities that we live and work in are central to who we are and they define us. So making sure that those are front and center in everything that we do was the first takeaway. The second, um, confronting all these challenges, it was important for us to recognize that our future is not preordained, uh, that uh, uh, we have the ability, uh, given the cards that we have been dealt, to really confront the issue and uh, come out in, in the best possible way, serving our clients with distinction, creating a tangible, measurable uh, impact for them, taking care of our people and giving back to our communities. And the third, I think maybe the most important is that it has brought into focus the role that the business community uh, needs to play in shaping uh, the next normal. And whether it is around um, uh, the, the, the global coordination that is required to confront COVID-19 or to address other issues like systemic racism and the climate crisis. 
It's, it's interesting listening to you, Puneet, and, and some other business leaders, you know, this sense still of, of optimism of, you know, the future is not preordained. I, I love that phrase. And and to a certain extent that this next normal, as you implies, within the gift of business leaders, um, much of that, of course, is still going to be influenced by these experiences of this year that you've been describing. And I just wonder, you know, in your own world of, of course, leading Deloitte, they're among those companies that have been challenged by these events. I just wonder, you know, how, how you've navigated your own firm through this period. Well, it was, you know, I've never uh, dealt with a pandemic in my professional life. I've been with Deloitte 34 years. So this was a new experience for me. And it was a, a very disruptive experience. And it came upon us uh, very quickly. That was the first thing. Um, nearly overnight, uh, we as a global organization of 300,000 professionals in 150 uh, countries, our business was uh, disrupted swiftly and comprehensively. Uh, for us, it was really a tale of two halves. Our fiscal year, as you know, Rob, starts in June. So the first half of the fiscal year, we were performing exceptionally, like we have over the last five years, growing at double-digit rates. And overnight, uh, like everybody else, like our clients, we were impacted. And so we had to go virtual um, starting in February. Uh, we stood up a, a task force uh, that focused on five, uh, five things, five dimensions. The first was our people. Uh, immediately implementing protective measures, including virtualizing our business uh, overnight and, uh, and uh, providing the support, both physical as well as mental. That was the first. The second was our clients. Um, we uh, committed that we were going to keep serving them with the same level of distinction that we are known for. But we had to do this in a virtual environment. So that was the second. The third was around our performance. Um, in a very phased way, we felt that we had to respond to the crisis and then at the same time start a mind shift to start recovering because we knew that this too will, will pass um, so how are we going to recover and thrive uh, and make some of the tough decisions that we needed to make uh, to stabilize our business and to make sure that we come out of the crisis um, as well as we possibly could. We used a scenario-based planning approach. We had four scenarios from a worst case with a 15% reduction to a best case, which was flat revenue. Uh, the fourth, which I believe was very important, was communications leveling with our partners and our people with facts, um, scientific facts as we, as we knew them around the pandemic, but also facts around our performance and what we were going to do, anchoring everybody in our, in our purpose and our values. And then the last, the fifth, and equally important was our community. Um, we, we felt that it was important for us to give back to the communities that we lived and worked in, and so those were the five dimensions that we uh, quickly um, uh, focused on. And as a senior leadership team, uh, we increased the cadence by which uh, we were meeting and addressing uh, the challenge at hand. That's an interesting insight across, the, you know, what, it, what it's taken for people in your position to, to actually deal on the ground with, with this crisis this year. I, I want to focus now on, on, on that last point that you made about... Um, you know, giving back to the community. Um, I've heard you speak actually in, in Davos and at other events about the importance of businesses becoming more purpose-led. This idea, as we've been exploring in this podcast, 
series that we're entering an era of responsible business maybe. Um, I wonder, are you seeing this transition really taking hold? Maybe COVID's even accelerated. Is that something that's really getting some momentum and traction now in the business community? I believe so. And I believe, I mean, COVID has changed and disrupted a number of things, uh, but I think it has reaffirmed or affirmed uh, this notion that uh, business can only be successful if the community and all stakeholders uh, uh, are, are successful. Uh, this is not only the right thing to do, it is the right business thing to do. Um, for us at Deloitte, um, I think we've realized this for quite a bit of time that uh, we're only successful if the people that comprise Deloitte are successful, that we hire the very best individuals through mentorship, we create or, or enable them to be the best professionals. We're only successful if our clients are successful. And five or six years ago, we also added this notion that we're only successful if the communities that we live and work in are successful. And so we made a commitment that we would give back to the communities and uh, not only in terms of dollars, but also in the most valuable asset, our time and our capabilities. And I think this notion that um, um, the entire uh, 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 stakeholder uh, set uh, uh, needs to be focused on for a business to be successful is taking hold. And COVID, I believe, has affirmed that. Um, and entities like the Business Roundtable, and you mentioned Davos and WEF, I believe increasingly uh, that uh, has, has, become, uh, has become the norm and a point of discussion. Yeah, and, and you know, it raises this question, doesn't it, of why purpose matters in the end for business. Interesting you're saying that it's not only the right thing to do, which I guess most companies would say, but is it the best thing to do for business? You know, can it also deliver on the bottom line? I, I was listening to Alan Job, the CEO of Unilever recently. You know, he described purpose as a pathway to better commercial performance. I guess that's what you're saying as well, Punit. You, you believe in that, that, that it can lead to this longer term value creation? Well, it's not only uh, that I believe in it, uh, but if you look at Deloitte, we're a private partnership, so we don't, uh, but we do publish our results every year. But if you look at our results over the last five years, it has been, uh, our results have been the best uh, in the recent 30, 40 years. So we've been, uh, we, we are a purpose-led organization. Our purpose is to make an impact that matters for our clients, for our people, and for the communities that we live and work in. Uh, that is central to who we are. Our values are built on that. And you, if you look at our performance over the last five years, um, it has been the best, as I said, over the last 30 to 40 years. So I believe strongly that being a purpose-led organization has contributed uh, to the results that we have generated for our clients, for our people, and for the bottom line. That is a very strong testimony, I guess, to, the, to this idea that, you know, this era of responsible business is, is, is the right thing to do and, and it's the best thing to do. And, and I think, you know, business leaders, managers, maybe next generation leaders listening to this, hopefully get this sense of, of, of what the future could look like in this more optimistic way were we to follow this this path this pathway i guess uh, it's interesting to listen to you also um you're clearly inspired by this being the right business thing to do but, but it seems to me that you also feel very passionate about about the idea of responsible business and being purpose-led and i wonder 
I wonder what, what might drive that passion within you on a more personal level, Pinit. Why, why are you so motivated by this? Well, as I said, uh, I've been with Deloitte for 34 years and um, I've come to realize that this is my life's work. When I was growing up in India, I wanted to be a great cricketer and I quickly realized that I didn't have the skill or the aptitude to really uh, accomplish well, never that. Never, you never know. You might still you know, make the first 11. You never know. I wouldn't, wouldn't rule it out. Why not? But um, having joined Deloitte uh, 34 years ago and having taught myself to love my profession, love my firm, um, it, it dawned on me that um, the the way that our firm is successful is, is, is by focusing on our people, focusing on our clients first and foremost, and, uh, and then the results will follow. Um, we have, over the last five or six years, added a real emphasis on the communities that we live and work in. So it's really a trifecta. Uh, our people, our clients, and the communities that we live and work in. As an organization, we've also been entrusted with the public trust in in our audit and assurance business. So for us as a firm, and for somebody that has been in the firm for 34 years, it's actually pretty natural to gravitate towards this notion that uh, a a purpose-led organization is central to a long-term success. Uh, We are not uh, driven by a quarterly quarterly focus. Uh, We do take the long view. That also contributes to this notion of a purpose-led uh, organization. But don't listen to what I have to say. I'm certainly passionate about this. Look at our results. Look at what we have achieved over the last five years. And it's not just bottom line results. We uh, last year uh, contributed $265 million into the communities that we live and work in, which is about 3% of our net income. I think that is remarkable. We can certainly do better. Uh, but uh, it is it is remarkable that we have been able to uh, focus ourselves on taking care of our people, uh, making sure that we create a tangible, measurable, attributable impact for our clients, and giving back to our communities. I think that is the recipe for our long-term success. Yeah, and you've spoken about the critical role that, of course, our people play in in, in making that impact. You know, the broader stakeholder community. A lot of it is about effective leadership, though, isn't it? And I just wonder, you know, the impact that leaders can bring here on, on say, this, this purpose-led agenda. How do you see it? I think leadership is absolutely critical um, because, um, first off, if leaders believe and can communicate with a level of authenticity and, uh, and passion, uh, that is critically important. But uh, leaders certainly need to also live um, the uh, 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 an organization's purpose. And every organization's purpose is different. Uh, but uh, I think this notion of focusing on a broad swath of stakeholders, people, clients, communities is, uh, is, is part of that formula. Uh, but leadership is absolutely uh, critical. Um, and uh, because it requires uh, them to identify some of the difficult issues, to confront them, and to make uh, some of the tough decisions that are required while keeping purpose and values at the center of everything um, uh, that we are trying to do. Listen, and, and I, I do want to underscore this point. It is incredibly important for businesses, businesses like ours, to generate a bottom line result uh, that is positive so that we can invest in ourselves, invest in our people, and pay ourselves uh, that is absolutely uh, central. But what the point I'm making is that it isn't 
um, uh, at the exclusion of the other uh, aspects, which is taking care of our people, clients, and our communities. In fact, if you do that, your bottom line result will be better. You will be in a virtuous cycle. You talk about the complex challenges that leaders face, um, particularly through you know navigating through crises like this and the world of Deloitte, huge global company, you know a myriad of different priorities, maybe and motivations, different cultures, even. So, how, you know, what sort of leadership test has that meant for you? And I wonder how you've you've navigated the, those, those those different sets of challenges. The first was um, going back to our purpose and values, and and anchoring everything that we do in that notion of purpose and values. The second was um, going back and and recognizing that we as a firm have been around, or as an organization, have been around for 175 years. Uh, we've navigated. Two world wars, uh, the Spanish flu, multiple recessions, the Great Depression, and that if we've been able to do it in the past, we will be able to navigate through this. It will be difficult, uh, but it will require a certain resilience, a certain level of confidence. And I think that was important uh, for us uh, to recognize. And then making decisions, also recognizing that we would need to make uh, difficult decisions, but making decisions based on facts. That's why a scenario-based approach was important. That's why making sure that we agreed upfront on some of the um, levers that we may have to pull, depending on what scenario we found ourselves on in, uh, was important to do. And then lastly, um, this notion of uh, the year was not preordained. We were dealt like everybody else, a difficult hand. We were going to play it the best we possibly could. But the reason why it was not preordained is because we were going to play strong defense and great offense, being really market focused, being focused on things that matter, like helping our clients succeed, uh, was going to result in, uh, in a good outcome. And what we have seen over the last eight or nine months, that while it has been difficult, uh, we as an organization are actually growing at modest rates, not at the same rates that we've been growing at the last five years, but we have been growing, uh, which to me is testament that our uh, our orientation, our focus on purpose and pulling the right levers is is uh, um, is holding us in good stead. I mean, over those eight or nine months, I just wonder what was the toughest challenge that, that you think you, you faced in, in getting to that point? I think initially... Um, and again, as I said, this is my first pandemic. I've never dealt with a global pandemic. And when you are leading a global organization with 300,000 individuals in 150 different countries, there is a certain amount of uh, obligation and pressure on your shoulders. So I wanted to make sure that we were making the right decisions and that uh, we had the self-confidence. So what we tried to do, as I said, is mobilize a group, a senior group of individuals, identified the five dimensions that we needed to be focused on, uh, came up with the data and an approach, and then um, uh, convinced ourselves uh, that uh, we had the ability to navigate this. This was not going to be easy. We communicated with honesty uh, with certain uh, vulnerability, it was uh, it wasn't an issue for me to talk to my partners, fifteen thousand of them across the globe, around what I knew and what we didn't know, and how we were navigating through it. But always with a sense of confidence that as an organization, we've been around for one hundred and seventy-five years, and we will be around for the next hundred. It's interesting to me. Twenty twenty is our one hundred and seventy-fifth anniversary. We were founded. Uh, in London, 
175 years ago. And it, <laughs> I think maybe it was preordained that this pandemic happened in our 175th year. We had planned all kinds of celebrations that we, of course, couldn't do. But the fact that it was our 175th year gave us a certain sense of confidence that we could navigate through this. And that we could, as an organization, lead um, lead with our people, lead with our clients, and lead with the communities that we live and work in. And I'm proud of the fact that even in this year, uh, we, we contributed $265 million into the communities that we live and work in. We made a commitment on world-class uh, 50 million futures. This year, we've helped 11.7 million individuals. And this year, we made a commitment that as an organization, we will be net zero by 2030 through our initiative of World Climate. Well, what a great way to end. Um, talk of 175 years all the way through to this this unique year that we faced in 2020. Thanks for being our, our guest in this episode and for giving us a real tour de force of the challenges faced by business this year and indeed a glimpse into what may well be a more promising future. Well, an intrinsic role for professional services firms like Deloitte, as you've been hearing, is to serve their clients. In doing so across the globe and within every sector, their knowledge levels and influence in the business community run very high. That gives them an opportunity to lead and to help shape broader industry trends. Puneet Ranjan has been right there in the ring as the business world has grappled this year with multiple challenges and crises. He's also had the not so small task of navigating its, his own firm with over 300,000 people through this challenging period. His learning is one about effective leadership at times of great moment and of staying positive about the future. Nothing is preordained and the next normal for the business world is ready to be found and shaped, based not least on our experiences of this year. Those experiences are cultivating a deeper understanding of the need to lead business with more purpose, geared to help people and society in a bigger way, to make a lasting and enduring contribution on climate change and on other global priorities, and significantly to do it in a way that not only meets the interests of a broader set of stakeholders, but also delivers on the bottom line, seeing the course of responsible business as the key to long-term value creation, to use the viewpoint of this global CEO. Take it from him then. This is the better future for business and for our world in the next normal. Thanks for listening to another episode of Insights on Responsible Business. Hope you enjoyed it and will tune in to our next episode. Review us on Spotify, the iTunes podcast app, or whatever popular podcast app you're using. And find out more on Deloitte.nl.